<laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it into our gate. I'm Sam. I'm James. Uh, how are you, James? I'm well, thank you, Sam. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> How's um, your week been? <clears throat> my week? Um, it's been good. Um, what have I done? I've just been at work. Um, <laughs> I feel like I haven't done a lot this week. I... I well, my one activity of note, I went to the Avatar. Um, I, I went to an Avatar. Um, what do you call it? An immersive experience. It oh, was called. tell us about it. <laughs> oh, that sounds incredible. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, look, I mean, I'm a big Avatar fan. I don't we know. We at, at Gatekeeping Pod I we, identify. As Navi. As Navi, yes. I would love to do an episode in Navi language one oh. day. I can't remember what the language is called. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm a big fan. We are big fans. I don't know if we've talked about it on, on pod yet. <laughs> um, so I was very much looking forward to it. Um, and look, it was okay. I mean, it was basically, it was at <laughs> the loom, which is like where they do the projections of, like, the Monet and... Um, Van Gogh. Yeah, it used to be Van Gogh, um, which I never really cared for that kind of thing, to be honest, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, it was there, and they kind of had projections of, like, um, Pandora. You know, it looked like we were, like, on Pandora. Beautiful. I mean, that was cool. And then they had, like, a um, orchestra and band, and they... Like, An orchestra and a band. Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, the choir. Uh, Lydia Tarr was there. Um, they had a um, orchestra and choir. What I meant to say, and they sung like a song from the movie. Wow! Like the the Australian girls' choir um, oh, was singing in, in the language, which I thought was incredible. Uh, it's commitment, that's for sure. It sounds like quite the event. It seemed like I missed out. Yeah, well, they had like, I, honestly, I was a bit feral at the event because they had like free canapes and drinks. So I was kind of like just bouncing around. Um, <laughs> you know, when you like follow the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> because they had like piddly things, but then they would bring out sort of more substantial things, but they would go in a flash. Like everyone was like everyone was ravenous at yes, the, it was, the avatar then <laughs> it was every person for themselves it was kind of a hunter gatherer type thing um but i was actually left annoyed i hate to say it um because the woman who was like running it i don't know she like got up on stage and she was like i'm like you're going to see brand new footage from the film tonight that's never been seen anywhere in the world and so I was like, oh my Gaggy. God, I was gagged. I was so excited. And then they played like a message from like Sam Worthington being like, welcome to this event. I was like, okay, <laughs> who cares? And then they played like the trailer, the first trailer that came out a while ago. And I was like, get ready, everyone, like the new footage. And then they played another trailer that came out the other day. And I was like, all right, like the next thing's going to be the brand new footage that this woman <laughs> promised, but then it just like ended. And oh no. It just ended. And I was, I, I hung around for like 20 minutes being like, <laughs> well, a- yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, it's not the end. Like, sure, it, like it couldn't be the end because she said that we'd get new footage. Like I'm not leaving until that. She lied to you. She did that. That's that foul woman. <laughs> <laughs> she lied. She lied. <laughs> so, um, look, I left a bit heartbroken, but, well, look, not to go on about it, but I'm like, 
it, on the invitation, it, it wasn't like you're going to see new footage. Like uh, she just, she announced that on the night. So she could have just not said that. Well, like, and I wouldn't have been disappointed. Maybe that, maybe the message got mixed up from yeah, maybe yeah, I lost know, in translation somewhere lost along the line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, I unfortunately, uh, though I was invited to this event, I unfortunately was unable to attend um, because I went and saw Knives Out to uh, oh, that Glass was that Onion. Night. That was that night. Right. I bought those tickets ages ago and I simply wasn't wasn't missing out on the first night of Knives Out Glass Onion in the cinema. Of course not. Um, Did you enjoy it? I've seen it too. Oh, I, oh. what a film. <laughs> What a, what, a, what a thrill. What a thrill. Um, really. Uh, I was kind of nervous because, you know, Knives Out 1, Knives Out, is <laughs> <laughs> such a, a really good movie. Like, it, like yes. it's, I just remember I went through a big Knives Out phase. Not, not, really? Not, not as like a stand of the film. I would just constantly say that my knives were out. <laughs> and they've been out ever and since. And they remain. <laughs> <laughs> my knives remain out after my see my after my viewing of ni- glass onion. Um, they remain out. My knives remain out. <laughs> I yeah, mine ha- too. I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad that your knives remain too. out, Sam. Um, wow, I am here for the performances in this film. I'm here yeah. for three specifically. Number <laughs> one, Janelle Monae. Oh, great, excellent. That's my mother. Yeah, that's she embraced me. <laughs> have you seen? Sorry, have you seen Homecoming? No, I haven't. Really good. That's that Amazon show. Like Julia Roberts was season one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I'm um, uh, one of the only people that watched that yeah, show. That's what I- <laughs> uh, and I love it. It's okay. like, it's a, a small group of fans, but we know, you know, it's like, if you know, you know. Small and strong. Yes. Small and strong. Okay. So Janomine. Janomine. Um, secondly, um, I audibly gasped in the cinema when Jackie Hoffman came out. Of course you did. Uh, of course you another did. Another actress of a certain age. You know me. She's no. great in it. She's I incredible. Mean, she'd steal her one scene, but she was, had that one scene and she stole it. I literally like I gasped and my friends like turned to me and they were like, "What happened?" They're like, "Shut up!" And I was yeah. like, "It's Jackie Hoffman." <laughs> um, but I. I'm so here for this renaissance of Kate Hudson that I oh, feel is coming. Yeah, like. This year, I saw her in uh, Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon at MIF, which was right. really good. Like, she was doing something really oh, different, okay. really cool. And now this, which she was equally as just, like, she, I feel like she was the scene stealer in, like, the mystery. In the ensemble. In terms of, yeah. Yeah, in she's terms so of funny the in core it. ensemble. Like, she really just, it was just so good. So yes. funny. And it's a great character for her. Literally. Um, yeah, I found the movie much funnier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the first Knives Out since it came out, but I don't remember it being that funny. Yeah. I don't know what you remember. I remember. No, actually, I remember I saw it at, um, randomly. It was like a Tuesday night at like six o'clock with my friend <laughs> Grace. random. Wow. At, uh, not Jam Factory, Crown. Oh. Because it wasn't really showing anywhere else. And me After, and Grace uh, were just pissing ourselves the whole time. We were like oh. the only people in the cinema that were laughing. Right. I, okay. That was my experience with this one, actually. Oh, really? Well, I went at 2 p.m. on a Friday. Okay. Well, that might. <laughs> but but there was like some people in the cinema. Like it was mostly just like old people. Yeah. Um, you know, and like the unemployed. Like, yeah. Because that's Yourself, who sees the and unemployed. <laughs> yes, I'm both. Because um, um, that's who sees a movie at 2 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah, literally. Um. But I don't know. I'm like, come on, guys. This yeah. is funny. I saw, um, I think it was, because initially they were only showing it at Lido, but then they released it a bit wider. Oh, so, the first one you're talking yeah. about? No, oh. no, no, no. Um, oh. 
Glass Onion. Right. And I bought the tickets to see it later on like the night it came out. So it was like a pack cinema oh, full okay. of like. That's where you want to see it. Yeah. And yeah. it was very, really good vibe in that cinema. I quite uh, enjoyed it. Well, I'm jealous. Uh, it's, um, so it, it's out in for, for a week in cinemas. Yeah. And then it, it goes away and then it comes it out on Netflix away. just before Christmas, I think. Yeah. So I, if you're listening, I would recommend seeing it in cinema. Will would, it be oh, would out? You? No, by, no, no, no. I'm just thinking because oh, we really have one, uh, so this concept. I think you have one day. Have a day or two. So go, go, go. Cancel your plans. Go see nice out. You will have one day onion. to see it. Um, uh, so cinemas will be packed after this. Oh, cinemas will be packed. So book early. I um I also I'm not going to get too much into it because Sam has yet to see it yes. and he wants to go see it. Um, I saw Bones and All. Um, on Thursday night and mm-hmm. oh my god I'm not the same person I was one film ago okay um, I'm very looking forward to it bravely it's definitely one of my favourite films I've seen this year if not my favourite at this point but wow. I'm not going to get into it too much because Sam wants to go in blind yes um, yes but, I'm yeah. very protective of my cinema experience oh as, as one should be as one should be but I no. mean Timothy Chalamet oh now that, much to discuss <laughs> that's what I'm now that say. is my twink right that there now is, that is the twink for me oh it's it's yeah we're gonna leave changed you're gonna leave changed really for better or for worse who's to changed. say um i would yeah. love to be changed oh literally <laughs> but no well i'll be seeing it tomorrow i think incredible yes incredible so I'm very much we can have an in-depth Chit chat. I'll be seeing Bardo tomorrow, which is the new Bardo. the new in your Ritu movie that goes for like two and a half hours and it apparently isn't that good. But I'm excited to see it. Right. So, well, let's not talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all I do, especially in like the culture part, like where we catch up on what's been going on in the week, is I talk about what movies I've seen. And yeah. I really I saw this video of Kiki Palmer in an interview <laughs> during the week, and she was just like damn, it seems like all I do is go to the cinema. Am I even fun? And I was like, me no, too. not fun. You're not, <laughs> not fun. fun. Yeah. Not fun. But, you know, it is coming up to awards season, so that's probably all I'm going to be doing for the Look, foreseeable future. Actually, films. I'm glad you bring that up because you said something so egregious the other day. What did I say? <laughs> I told you that you should see Top Gun Maverick. And you were like, no, I don't want to see that. I don't, well, actually, first of all, when it was out, yeah. I obviously went and saw it. The advanced screening, me and my mum went to the IMAX because we love Tom Cruise. We were so excited to see it. And we loved it, of course. Audiences everywhere loved Top Gun Maverick. And I tried to get you to see it. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. And then I said to you the other day, you should see Top Gun Maverick. And you were like, well, I don't want to, but it'll probably be nominated for awards. So I'll have to see it. (laughs) And James, I was shocked. I was shocked. I, the last few years, I've really been getting into my film era, obviously. And I'm really like, you know, I like to go see all the awards movies. And so I can like. But why not not just see it because it's good? No, but like in the sense that like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to like partake in like awards culture, I want to like see everything that's nominated so that I can form my opinion and decide what I want to win. What about my reckoning? It won the Sam McGowan Award for best (laughs) Film. Best action film. It, so far in 2022. So, far. <laughs> so um, what about that award? Well, I was gonna go see it. I just didn't get around to it, which is the thing. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a It was pri- playing for a long time. It was, but it just wasn't a priority for me. And you should think about that. Yeah. 
You're a snob, is what I'm saying. I am a snob. <laughs> and I've never said that in anything that's not. You don't want to see the cinema of the people, which is no, what I, I don't. am a, a champion <laughs> of. You the people. I, am, uh, I remember seeing the people on this I'm podcast. I'm upstairs, you're downstairs. We've always said this. Whoa. <laughs> Look, I can do it all is the thing. <laughs> right? Can you? Can you? Yes. <laughs> no, I will see Top Gun. I'm sure it's good. Like, I, I've been it's wanting excellent. to see it, but I just... It's not in cinemas anymore. So I'm just like, oh, maybe there's like one 2 p.m. Yeah, on a Sunday I, or something. But I'm just like, it wasn't a priority at the time. <laughs> and it came out so long ago. Yes. Anyway. Well, but we'll say if, one it's, day, if it's nominated for an award, I'll be seeing it. It will be nominated for many awards, okay. I'm sure. Well, perhaps best, we'll have to have a watching picture, party. Best actor, best supporting actor. I also actor, think I wanted to watch it. I thought I wanted to watch the first one because I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah. You probably should. Yeah. Just give it a watch. But yeah. um, I just never got around to it. No, so. you don't care. Just, yeah. You know, just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Whatever. Well, should we, <laughs> before we get into our topic, um, we felt like we should probably clarify yes. a little bit the conceit of our, our infamous gate. Some people were a bit confused about what, um, I guess, is on the other side of the gate the if gate. we let something in. Yeah. What would you say? Well, it's kind of like I would frame it as our personal um, Hall of Fame yes. pop culture Gay pop culture, queer moments, even, it's, you know. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, you know, the best of the best. Exactly. It's, the creme de la creme. It's like um, the, it, it's the Hall of Fame. It's everything that matters is going in there. Exactly. And So if you don't get it after that, I can't help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're here. We're standing at the gate. And who, do you, do you see that over there? Who's oh. coming up to the gate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like she might have Gucci on. No, I think she might even be in her Louis Vuitton. <laughs> oh, oh my God. She's got nothing on. <laughs> but she made us look. She <laughs> <laughs> she's made us look. Who could it be other than Megan Trainor? <laughs> now that's a woman. What a woman. Megan um, Trainor, where do we begin? Now, what, I mean, where do we begin with <laughs> Megan Trainor? Well, why are we talking about Megan Trainor? Well, I think, you know, if you've, um, if you've been on the internet in the last... <laughs> I have. How, how many? Has it been a few weeks? I don't know. Um, I'm sure you've heard this viral <laughs> sensation that's taking the world by storm. Yes. Um, made you look. Made you look. Yes. Are you a uh, fan? That that's a question. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't call myself the biggest um, Megatron. Is that what her fans call? I don't know. I saw it on Twitter and I went. Okay, with it. we'll go with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I can't say I like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's fine. It's like yes. dumb, but it's not like, it's like I'm not goes go- with- going to put on major look when I'm walking around doing my daily things. Right. Know? So that's the one difference between you and me because I will do that. <laughs> the one difference. And it's unfortunately made its way up my Spotify on repeat. Ah, um, okay. It's got a good spot there now. I don't think it'll be um, climbing up mine, number one, because I don't use Spotify. Um, oh. Number two, um, my top played songs this year are... Not as not as fun, not as bubbly. Not as fun as made you look. No. Look, it's not really by choice that it's like on repeat. Like it's kind of just Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah, it's like just in my head. I can't get it out. And you know what? Actually, it is you know quite stupid and cab. Yeah, um, it'll put you in a good mood. Do you think it's like uh, like I know it's early and it only came out a few weeks ago, but do you think 
this is like a camp classic. The or song, do, yeah. Um, or do you think I wouldn't call it a classic? I think it'll definitely like just go away, <laughs> um, and no one will ever remember it or listen to it again. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, but look at her discography. I feel like you're saying it's all that, are you? I'm not saying it's camp. I'm not saying her discography is a classic, but I think. Miss Trainer has very much got um, a staying power. Like everyone, oh, okay. everyone remembers all about that base. Well, yes, I mean that was like, me too. Me too. Yes, we love what that song. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe not. How do I say this without sounding pretentious? Very unlikely for me. Mm. Um, Maybe not in our circles, but I feel like there's a specific group of people that this song will stay with forever. Oh, I'm not okay. that kind of person. It's, you might be, I, but I am certainly not. Um, it's like those 1950s, um, you know, those women that like do the 1950s aesthetic. Oh, like, yeah. It's like the pinup girl is. Yes. Yep. I don't know if that still sort of happens. Oh, it does. It does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess that's kind of her community, right? Yeah. She makes music for those women. Someone yeah. has to, really. Someone has to. I mean, especially, like, her earlier stuff. It was so, like, doo-woppy. Mm. Well, should we get into her career beginnings? Oh, sure. I'd love to. Absolutely. Well, you know, she came out in 2015. No, I think it was 14. 14, yes. 14, sorry. With um, All About That Bass. Which I've heard it. Heard of it. Heard yeah. Of it. She was 21 when that song came out. Oh, my God. Which... I don't know why, but she's always read like 30 to me. Yeah, well, I guess it's to do with that aesthetic, right? Yeah, it's like that yeah. millennial, like. And she's. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she seems kind of um, like conservative and. Yeah. <laughs> she gives like that girl that you were friends with in primary school who was like really cool with like. She was like one of the girls. She was. Then, oh, you think so? Yeah, I reckon. Okay. She doesn't give conservative to me. Um, she's, you I haven't been watching closely enough then. Oh, she's like got like, well, I mean, like a conservative, but not like homophobic. She's well, but but still homophobic in the way that she'd be like, you're slaying, yeah, like <laughs> very bad. That kind she'd be of like that woman. She, did I tell you about that? The woman that said my uh, my Telfar, she said. <laughs> Your handbag is very slay vibes. Megan Trainor would say that. And that was Megan Trainor. That was Megan Trainor, yeah. But um, all about that bass. I mean, went number one on the Billboard charts. Okay. And it, it topped number one in fifty-eight other co- countries. Wow. Sold over eleven million copies. Deserved. Well, I mean, look, do you like the song? No. No. I'm coming out now. I'm I saying- think it's really good, actually. <laughs> I listened to it this morning. I mean, it, it's hard to kind of separate it from i mean it was like everywhere yeah. everywhere I, and I, I guess that inevitably makes you like feel a certain way about a song i appreciate like the pastiche kind of <laughs> like homage to that like doo-woppy sound but yes. that's not really for me it's just not for you not really for me right and i don't i don't know i just don't really i'm not the biggest megan trainer fan okay as i've said well why are you talking about it so much then <laughs> I'm being held at this podcasting studio against my will to talk about <laughs> Megan Trainor. No, I, it's weird because, like, I appreciate her as an artist and I understand, like, why people like her. Actually, there's one song of hers that I kind of love. Um, we'll get into that. Uh-huh. Um, but 
it's just, I don't know. It's just not 100% for me. Like, I'm not going to go put on Megan Trainor. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, the thing I find interesting about all about that bass, um, I mean, you know, obviously it was such a big song. It mm. was kind of framed as this, um, her narrative was very much like, I'm bigger. Mm. Um, and I'm like celebrating that. And I mean, she had her like... What did she say? Like she like said she tried to have. An- she tried to have anorexia, but she wasn't strong enough. After a few hours, she needed to eat some cake or something. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, girl? Same. <laughs> wasn't she like I? I asked my mom to make me a sandwich. Yeah, I literally. Just gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting thing where this girl is. She kind of became this like spokesperson for you know, like being fat and like eating disorders and all that sort of stuff when it seems so not her lived experience, but she's just like talking about it because she has this song called All About The Base. But like a lot of her stuff is kind of like, it's interesting because like you look at All About That Base on like a lyrical level and Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I'm comfortable in my body, you know, I'm curvy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we actually listen to it. It's like, I'm comfortable. So like this man should love me because I love myself. It's like, it's not like, it's not uncomfortable in myself. It's like, <laughs> oh, men love a bit of, a bit of a thicker girl. Men love this. My mom said that mom, mom what does she say? Um, Boys like a little more booty. To hold like, it night. To hold it night. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so like it's body positivity for the win, but it's still centering it around like the male gaze. Well, Yes. Well, look, <laughs> I think we've kind of come... Well, she she got a lot of this criticism at the time. Yeah. But I think we've kind of come <laughs> around in that I listen to that and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't care if I, how good I feel about myself. All I care about is if uh, men want me. <laughs> And I'm tired so of apologizing about it. Because you're gonna you're gonna put that in print. <laughs> you're gonna say that with your whole chest on a platform. No, look, in the sense that <laughs> in the sense that in the sense that All right. in, no, look, and then if we bring in if we're ready to talk about Dear Future Husband, which oh. I feel like is relevant to this. Yes. It's like well, what do you think of Dear Future Husband? Is that giving the same thing to it's you? It's kinda good. It's like I don't know, she's like I don't know. Which is being like, I'm, dear future husband. I'm correct um, all the time. Um, yes. I'm not going to compromise. Like, and, go off boss, babe. Well, yes. And she's very like, you have to treat me like, you know, this old fashioned. Um, yeah, you have to tell me that I'm be- No, but then she, uh, <laughs> You don't agree. No, it's like weird. It's like, it kind of says both. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be cooking. I'm not going to be cleaning. But like, yes, but you have to call me pretty and you still have to like, let yes. me win every fight. And she's still... Oh yeah. She's well, like, she's basically kind of, what I gather from this song is she's like, I am not going to be a fun time. I'm going to be argumentative. I'm going to have these problems. I'm not going to cook. I'm not going to clean. Not that yes. anyone should do that. Yes. But, but you're still going to, you're still going to treat me nice. You're still going to well, love yes. me. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? Hey, like <laughs> I was listening to that and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, it's, it's resonating. Unfortunately, okay. Okay. Uh, look, it's, it's in the sense that um, I think her music, look, not to compare her to Lana Del Rey, um, but, but. Uh, that's what I've always said. <laughs> Megan Trainor and Lana Del Rey, two very similar artists. But like 
2014, such a different time. And, you know, Lana kind of got crucified for not being the type of, like, feminist that people kind of thought that should be. You know what I mean? Because Lana was singing about, like, abusive relationships Mm. and, like, all about men and stuff. And that didn't sit right for some people because they thought, like, you know, like she shouldn't be defining herself in relation to men. Yeah. (laughs) It's getting real on Megan Trainor. And I feel like Megan Trainor maybe sits in the same place. Again, not because Megan famously came out and said that she's not a feminist. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, Lana said the same thing. Yeah. Well, she said, and she retracted her statement. She said, I'm not, not a feminist. Yeah. Um, No, Megan straight up was like, I'm not a feminist. And then retracted her statements. Maybe like five years later, and was like, I was just young and dumb. Like, obviously, I'm a feminist, which is so bad. Like, and look, the feminism was always in the music for the real fans. You, <laughs> the you Megatrons, got, for the Megatrons, you kind of understood what she was saying, mm. and some people didn't, you know, yeah. but I did. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I hear you. Out. I hear you. Out. I feel like that era, especially of Megan Trainor, was so interesting because she was nominated for a few Grammys. She won oh. Artist of the Year. No, no, she did not win Artist of the Year. She won, <laughs> sorry, she won Best New Artist. Oh, which is, okay. Into, is this like all about that bass era? Yeah, so, right. so, uh, just all to, about that bass. Oh, do you want to keep going? Oh, no, I just um forgot. I mean, I did notice that Anaconda by Nicki Minaj came out the same year. Mm. And I watched the video and then I watched All About That Bass and... Honestly, they're just worlds apart. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're kind of the same, they're saying the same thing, right? But you look at Anaconda and you're like, oh, this video is like a moment. Like, it's incredible. I mean, even the song, incredible. Yeah. But then, you know, Megan sort of got the last laugh on the topic. Did she? (laughs) Well, I feel like the song was bigger. And wasn't Nicki not nominated for much for Anaconda? No, yeah. Because I remember she... Like, was vocal about that on Twitter. And then Taylor was like, let's celebrate all women. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's a dark time. Oh, it's a very God. dark time. 2014, it was dire. Yes. It was dire. So she won, what, Best New Artist? So she was nominated for Record of the Year and Song of the Year in 2015. Right. For All About That Bass. Um, she lost Record of the Year to Stay With Me by Sam Smith. Oh. Um, okay, sorry, but she should have won. Also nominated that year was Fancy Chandelier Ooh. and Shake It Off. Oh, my God. And she beat all of those people. No, no, you- no, no, no. She lost. They- oh, sorry. To stay Sam with Smith, me. stay I with me. I don't listen. Yeah. Uh, still, like, no. No. Well, yeah, Sam Smith definitely shouldn't have won. Yeah. And then she lost some Song of the Year again to Sam Smith, Stay With Me. Come on now. Chandelier, Shake It Off, and Take Me to Church by Hosea. Oh, my God. What a throwback. Yeah. Um, sorry, Shake It Off should have won. Mm. I'm going to say mm. that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. You best- oh, Take you- Me to Church is kind of calm, though. Oh, shut up. You know me, I love that. If, but if you hear that today, it's like, ugh. No, it's really like, good. roll my eyes. No, <laughs> Um, But then the following year, she was nominated for Best New Artist. Did you know, and she won. Oh. Do you have any guesses who she could have been nominated after? In like 2014, 2015. 2016. 2016. She was nominated for Best Artist. Yeah, uh, not Best Artist, Best New Artist. Sorry. Um, no, I have no idea. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, James Bay, um, Sam Hunt. Tori Kelly and Courtney Barnett. Oh, okay. 
I, I've heard of Courtney Barnett. <laughs> um, Tori Kelly. Yeah. I'm not sure so about I that. I don't know who Tori Kelly is, but my friend once tweeted something that was along the lines of, I don't know who Tori Kelly is, but I know that West James would listen to them. And <laughs> and it wasn't true. I don't know what that means. So that's my thoughts on Tori Kelly. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> Insightful. But, but given the lineup of that year, I feel like Megan yeah. Trainor so probably has him. the biggest... I mean, Courtney Barnett in certain circles, I would say. <laughs> yes. But, Megan Trainor um, to the general public. The general she public. Won. Yeah. She won. She won. She won. Well, good on her for winning that. And she's <laughs> not been nominated or won anything else since. But oh, She's not a, a single thing. Not a single thing. Nothing. Not a crumb for Megan Trainor. Oh, I'm Trainer. sure she's won like a Kids' Choice Award oh, no, or something. Oh, I mean Grammys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, well she's figures. a quarter of the way to an EGOT. <laughs> well, hasn't she done some film work? Uh, yes. So she famously uh, acted in the Smurf movie oh, as wasn't Katie- Smurf Melody. I think this was in the new one, the newer, newer one. Because Katie Smurfs Perry was- too. No, like... <laughs> Smurfs Reloaded. I don't, I don't know. think there's been another one. No, since there was because I know Katy Perry did too, and then yeah, um, yeah, she was. It was. I think it was. Oh, like, and then there was a third. Smurfs Reloaded. Really, you the Smurf the Lost Village. I think the it Lost was. Village. Yeah, that and was 2017. That's a while ago. Demi Lovato played Smurfette. Oh, oh. Um, Julia Roberts played Smurf Willow. <laughs> Megan Trainor played Smurf Melody. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Gordon Ramsay played Baker Smurf. Oh, we love Gordon Ramsay. Oh, wow. I thought... Oh, so didn't Katy Perry play Smurfette? In yes. The, oh, so in they the recast two. her. So with, I think this was a reboot of the Smurfs franchise. <laughs> they rebooted the yeah, Smurfs. Yeah, re- a, okay. a reboot of the previous live-action hybrid films. Yeah. Sure. Is Neil Patrick Harris in these? No. No. He, no. They get, okay. So, well, yeah. I didn't catch that one. No, I did not either. I... Did she sing in it? Yes, she released a song called oh. I'm, a lady. I'm a Lady. I've not listened to it. Probably should have. But it's, uh, I mean, it sounds even conservative, right, from the title. <laughs> I'm a lady. Well, I think this is a good segue into it. Um, in 2016, Megan Trainor said that she'd never voted in a US presidential election <laughs> and she did not intend to, she did not intend to do so in the future. But. Okay, queen. She did say she preferred Hillary over Donald Trump in the 2016 election. So, I mean. She preferred. She still didn't come out and. Yeah, um, she didn't get her ass to the polls. <laughs> Which, I, Megan Trainor sorry, is to blame. <laughs> The downfall of US. That's office. quite incredible to be like, I'm not voting, but I guess I prefer Hillary Clinton <laughs> over like the monster. Literally, <laughs> I guess. I guess. But, but that also being said, her face was used in an anti um, gay marriage advertisement during the plebiscite. Oh, here yeah, it was. Yeah, like, so she has this famous song called No. <laughs> we love No. She goes, my name is No, my number is No, yes. you need to let it go. Um, somebody may put a photo of her uh-huh. on a poster that said vote no for marriage plebiscite and the and it had like a photo of her with my vote is No, you need to let it go. <laughs> so I actually looked this up um, and the group that made the the adver- the advertisement. Megatrons against gay marriage. Yes. <laughs> um, after, because Megan tweeted, she was like, someone in Australia is using my image. I love gays. Like, I whatever. Should, yeah. <laughs> um, and the group said, we apologize to Megan Trainer and her support base if this has caused any angst or distress. We had no idea who the person in the meme was. <laughs> <laughs> 
They said we had no fucking clue who <laughs> that don't was. Know. We don't know but who that woman is. I'm so sorry. Oh, the poor girl. Oh, she can't catch a break. She can't catch a break. Well, Australian audiences will soon be knowing who she is because she's coming down to judge Australian <gasps> Idol. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Wait. When does that start? Start soon. I think she's here. And that might it's, be- it's probably already shot. Yeah. She's probably been and gone. Oh, uh, no, because I do live shows for Australian Idol. Let me find no. it. No. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, live tapings. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll be past. judging. <laughs> no, but like they like vote because you like text to vote. I don't think they'll be doing that anymore. I think they will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming out in 2023. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. How exciting. Megan Trainer Tour. Yeah. What's her, what's her new album called? Um... It's called, like, Taking It Back or something. I don't know. Because I was reading how she released an album before this that didn't do so well. And then she saw one of her songs from back in the day was, like, going viral on TikTok from, like, 2014. So, she's like, you know what? I'm just going to revisit that classic Megan Trainor sound. Yeah. Because she had... So, her first album title was, like, her big, like, doo-woppy all about that phase. Title. Oh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Incredible name. Incredible name. Then her second album, Thank You... That Thank was you. like her. What's the cover of that one? Oh, that's the one where she's got the brown hair. So she oh, came yeah, yeah. into the studio. Her first <laughs> single from that was No. And oh. she came in with brown hair. Yeah. Her music video was sexy. It was reinvented. Yeah, it's almost like her reputation era. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Her um, first album's giving sort of... Um, Bubblegum pop, like... Well, it's giving sort of, like, a fearless... Um, yeah. Like, I would almost say lover in, like, that similar okay. kind of, like, yep, cover yep, yep. aesthetic. But, yeah. She came out with No, Me Too, you know. Oh, Me Too. Now, I actually really like that song. I'm sorry. Well, it's interesting because, like, her aesthetic for this album was supposed to be, like, sexy and cool. And she, like, came out with No. And I think it was received well enough. But then for Me Too and the remaining, like, album cycle, she, like, pivoted into, like, wearing onesies everywhere yeah the me too video is very whimsical and, yeah because um, no is so like hot and sexy and it's like yeah. she's in lace and leather and there's all these women grinding on her and i'm like yeah oh. i feel like she's in a factory or something yeah, in the video. And then yeah me too she's like back to being quirky yeah back she's to being got her onesie me- on she's dancing around the making that we know and love um I, I'm sorry. I think it's a great video and a great <laughs> song. What's that first story? Like, who's that sexy thing? I see over there. That's oh, me that's standing me. in the mirror. <laughs> I know so now many Megan Trainor lyrics. No, that is lyricism. <laughs> that's writing. Are you, sorry, with this whole um, onesie situation of hers, <laughs> are you aware of the controversy that she caused when she oh. um, judged on Drag Race? No, I, I'm not a drag race girly, so I've got okay. a bit of a blind spot there. Okay, so it was season nine. I think it was the Kardashians episode. Don't ask me why I have this <laughs> knowledge at the top okay. of my head. Um, she was a judge and, you know, a big deal to be. And I think this was like when Drag Race was really starting to like. There, I mean, there was only the one series. It's not yeah. like every country had a version. Yep. No, yeah, it was um, season nine. So it was like just really starting to like ramp up. Yes. Um. She comes on in a onesie, in a unicorn onesie. Oh, okay. And apparently that was quite disrespectful to RuPaul, to RuPaul. and, like, all these people. <laughs> which is honestly fair. I mean, I kind of get it. You but can't disrespect RuPaul. You can't disrespect that. But, <laughs> but, like, I think it's, like, you know, people, like, put in so much effort when they go into Drag Race now. And I right. think it was a bit of, like, a it wearing a onesie. It was a slap in the face to slap Michelle in the face and to Ru. Drag, <laughs> let me tell you. And 
but did you hear? So even further to that, mm-hmm. there was apparently um, Trinity the Tuck, who was on season nine, right. said that she rudely stole <gasps> some of the queen's dinners. What? <laughs> Quote, Why did she do she, that? She wanted it, and she was, she was like, angry. "I'm just going to take this." They had to get their own dinner. because <gasps> um, I've heard. Th- Rumors that like they don't get fed very well yeah. on Drag Race, so they took a sandwich. And Me- Megan, Megan apparently took someone's sandwich. Even the scraps that the contestants do get, <laughs> Megan is taking them literally. <laughs> but then apparently this went viral on TikTok during the pandemic. Oh, and she replied to a TikTok, and she was just like, "Megan did." Megan, yeah, she wrote, "El Mayo, why?" Didn't eat anyone's sandwich. Ha ha, I promise. She then apologized for her attire, writing, never oh. meant to disrespect anyone, was in the middle of my tour, had zero time to do a fitting and get an outfit. So I asked the show if I could wear my unicorn onesie lol. They said yes. So, so sorry. Right. Taking accountability. So, but it's just so funny. Like, it's not that deep. Well, yeah. I mean, for the people that were making it the controversy, not like, I don't feel like she needed to get on and apologize. Yes. Well, I guess so. I guess Rue was fine with it. Rue and Michelle. Rue and Michelle were pleased so with it. So she didn't eat the sandwich. No. It was, it was debunked by her, but you know, you can never. What an interesting rumor. Why, I would be mortified if someone spread that about me Literally. that I like ate someone's sandwich. <laughs> oh, poor oh, thing. Poor love. Poor love. I mean, that really was her reputation there, I guess. It was her reputation. Big yeah. reputation. If I was you, I'd want to be me too. Truly. Yes. I mean, the Tom Cruise reference in that song. <laughs> um, I famously don't know who that man is. Come uh, on now. No. We saw Eyes Wide Shot together. I'm oh, very we did, familiar we with did. Tom Cruise. Yes. No, that's a good movie. Uh, now that's <laughs> um, So that was her second album. What yeah, was it called? And then. Uh, it was called Thank You. Thank You. And then her third album, not that one, that's an EP, um, Treat Myself. Oh, okay. I like Treat Myself. <laughs> it's got, I think she went with like a different producer to kind of get like a more um, dancey Okay. What's, what's from Treat Myself? Um, the singles when from Treat Myself are No Excuses, oh. Wave, and Nice to Meet You. Okay, I know. I don't know Wave. Can't say I've heard any of these songs. Um, it's actually Nice to Meet Ya. Oh, Just sorry. not to correct you on that. Sorry. Featuring sorry. Nicki Minaj. Oh. That's why I've heard that song. Oh. It's not good. Period. Um, but wait, sorry. What was the first one you said? Um, No Excuses. Oh, now that's really good. Do you know that one? No. There's oh. only one song that I know from this album. And, and what is it? Um, it is one that my dear friend Leighton introduced me to. <laughs> um, he really does think that it revolutionized pop music going what? forward. Uh, what it's is called it? Evil Twin. <gasps> oh, Evil Twin! <laughs> evil Twin! Oh my god, I forgot about Evil Twin! And I see that it has the same effect on you. It's quite the song. It's quite the song. Do you like Evil Twin? I, I, it, I've, I've come around to Evil Twin. I it's remember so Elaine would good. play it for me all the time. I was like, turn this That's shit off. That's my Evil Twin. <laughs> turn this shit off. And then I was like, hold on. Why am I kind of grooving? The thing about Evil Twin, I love the concept of it. Of yeah. her being like, um, that was my Evil Twin. <laughs> So she is like that that fucking meme and it's like the James McAvoy from Split and it's like me when my drunk self does something dumb. That was it, me. That was good, right. She ah. Because she's right. Like, we all have an evil twin. <laughs> like, mine, mine comes out every now and then. I'll admit that. You're my evil twin. <laughs> but, you know, I, I get away with it because... 
that was my evil twin. So true. So true. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I am going to be on a tear with that song. I think I'm going to have to be making that my whole personality this oh week. God. Turn around. Hide yourself while you can. <laughs> the fact that it wasn't a single too. It's an no, album track. It's a deep cut. God. Deep cut. Well, thank. I did know of that song actually. Yeah. Well, thank God Leighton, um brought that into yeah. your life. Uh, it changed you. my life for the better it did. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the thing that kind of fascinates me about Megan Trainer is that she's had these big hits and, and like, I was looking at the views of her videos mm-hmm. and they're huge. Oh, really? Like, I think All About the Best is like 2 billion views or I something. I feel like she's got such a strong fan base of people that I would never meet or ever come across <laughs> in my life. Yes, it's straight people. Yeah. Um, Not even that, but like a very specific kind of straight girly. And I'm so happy for them. Yeah, it's like top 40 yeah. vibe. It's, uh, but yeah, even even her less successful songs still have like hundreds of millions of views. But she's kind of just makes no, she leaves like no impression. And maybe that's part of the appeal is that she- Yeah, she's digestible pop music that you can just put on. You don't have to think about it too much. Yeah, she can just pump out these- radio hits that have a semi unique sound. Cause there's still this kind of bubblegum pop, but they've got that like retro twist that makes them a tiny well, bit different. Me. Do you know, she's like written a few songs for other people. Do you, have oh. you heard, um, Ain't Your Mama by JLo? Yeah. She wrote that. Oh, look, and when now, you listen to it, you say you that, think, I'm like, Oh yeah. Megan's all over that. Megan is Her all over. Are and all Ain't over Your that. Mama by JLo is, is a classic. Well, we know JLo will take anyone's song <sighs> and, um, <laughs> oh look, I, I don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh, don't, don't, <laughs> Anything don't else? Big she's um, I'm not sure, but that was the one that really stuck that out to me. That was the big one. Because you know, I'm a JLo, I'm a JLo stand through and through. Of course. Unfortunately. Um, um, I have this memory of watching Megan Trainor perform and, um, that, just to just to this was like deep in the pandemic. Um, it was like major depressed. Yeah. Um, and she was doing like some concert for for Salesforce. You know, like the it's like a oh, I don't know, Salesforce. Accounting? Yes, I remember. Is it's it like accounting a, software? It's a, it's a sales um it's like marketing system. Yeah, pulse system. I think. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know about Megan yeah. Trainor's Salesforce gig? Uh, because tell the audience. <laughs> Well, I I don't know how I even came across it, but I was curious, of course, and I I watched it, um, and it was kind of just her doing these almost like acoustic versions of her songs on Zoom for like the Salesforce team team for the team, Fuck. which I was addicted to, <laughs> like just the idea of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm imagining her deciding to. Like, did she know what Salesforce was before that? Was she like, oh, oh was, my God. It was a pandemic. She was down bad. I'm sure she just needed a couple you of coins. You think she needed the money? Oh, well, I kind of, I thought maybe she was like a big fan of Salesforce. Mm. And that was she loves, sort of her dream gig. Yeah. She loves their um, their marketing and sales strategies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of, um, we didn't even mention how Made You Look, her latest hit, Debut. premiered on Candy Crush, <laughs> which got, which made me look. Oh, I mean, that made got my look. attention because I'm a crusher. I don't know about you. I am not a crusher. I'm a toy blaster. <laughs> and a, like, it's so random. I don't, I don't know, know about why. that one. They used, to, it's, it's by the same company. Oh, okay. And it's a spin-off. I've got Toy Blast and Toon Blast. I don't have Candy Crush. Um, but it's, you know, Is that those kind of- ads that come up on a very certain app. <laughs> 
Um, yes. It was one oh, of those. Oh, is Toy Blossom one of them? Yeah, and it, it's by the same people that make Candy Crush, so it's like right. very similar. It's in the family. But I am, bro, I'm in the... Did you say bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just kind of came out. Um, um, I love Toy Blast. I have, I'm like at the Legends Arena, which is like where there's no more levels left. So you have Legends to wait Arena. every second Monday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like big. Every second Monday. Every second Monday they release new levels. Oh, so, well, we'll have to make sure we don't record on those days. Oh, so you can I'm know. busy, I'm busy. It can't, and it's normally on my tram ride home from work. Would it's, you say Toy Blast? Was it Toy Blast? Toy Blast. Is that more um, intellectual than Candy Crush? Mm, or? Yeah, it takes a certain level of... How many levels have I played? Of intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Because Candy is... Um, candy's, candy's so cute. That's, yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> I have played 7,150 levels oh, of <laughs> Okay, when's she premiering on, when on she, she, I will be looking. If well, she, I, you she, know, so, in her video clip, she's got a Candy Crush aesthetic. Yeah. And she can do a Toy Blast remix. Okay. I will be seated. That's going to make me Toy stand. Blast version. Um, I, just to speak on the video, I did find it um, exciting when she was using the freckles. Yeah. And, you know, it's like Candy Crush has such a... It's tapped so into my like biology and like my um brain that even just seeing the freckles in the video i got excited because i'm like oh my god that's like the best like thing you can get in candy crush you know i'm like it made my heart beat a bit faster that's beautiful, that's really beautiful. <laughs> they've got me they've got me but i remember when she announced she was premiering this video on Candy Crush. I tried to find it. Like, cause obviously I'm a Megatron. Like I'm wanting to see this video, but I couldn't. Like, I don't know. No. I just couldn't find where in the app she was premiering the video. So I don't know how much of a success it was. Ooh. But it's but when you think about it, it's a match made of in heaven, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's a very very similar aesthetic. Very uh, yeah. She kind of looks like the little girl with the pigtails, the Candy Crush girl. She does, and they made a, a sort of Candy Crush version of her. Oh, that's quite, quite <laughs> chic. I'm sure it was. I mean, it's everyone's dream. And then I was reading her talking about the partnership, and she was saying that um, she loves to play in the studio. She loves to play Candy Crush. Oh. So and it, look, it makes sense. Like. I can see her playing Candy Crush. I can Crush. see her playing like, Candy Crush. Like that She's kind of girl. Celebrities are just like us. Yeah. Um, and she also I should mention she's married to um, Junie Cortez from, from Spy, Spy Kids. Kids. Well, did you see that like horny press release that they put out? No. Oh, let me find it. it her was, and her husband put her out a husband, horny press they release. They put out a horny press release for like, I think it was a Valentine's Day. She did like a... Valentine's Day single or something. Let me find it. Right. Yeah. Valentine's Day. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to find the good things. But Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And whether you're planning on smashing Bay's junk to smithereens or making it with a pint of fish food, you need some fresh Valentine's Day bops to get you in the mood for love. So smashing Bay's junk to smithereens. Yeah. That is such a horrific image. Oh, it gets worse. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to read this whole thing. Um... (laughs) You know you want it. Oh wait, so oh. get get has got it covered with her new EP Love Train. You you know Love you want train. it, and you can freaking get it, bitch, on all digital <laughs> platforms right here. <laughs> Megan's seducing your ears this V Day, and you know she knows a thing or two about romance. Unless she your does. phone's been broken for a hot minute, <laughs> you know that Megan just got married to the hot ginger from Spy Kids. And trust Stop. us when we say, girl is feeling the love. Oh. She took a break from her busy schedule to record some fire tracks in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> we know you want to hear the songs all about the hot newlywed sex Megan and Daryl Sabere are having. Oh. Did you see what we did there? As always, our Grammy-winning diamond single-having queen didn't just come to play. <laughs> she came to slay. Yes. She's serving vocals on the passionate Celine Dion S power ballad. Celine Dion S uh, in the same breath as Megan Trainor. It slaps That's so very hard. aspirational. You'll be standing for days. Jesus. Wow. I haven't actually listened to Love Train. Wow. <laughs> well, Sam, you better... You better get well, ready. When I'm ready to smash Bay's junk to smithereens, <laughs> um, I'll put that on. I guess I'll save it till Valentine's Day oh. if it's, since it's an occasional. Oh, um, it's going to be quite the EP. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse I me. need to like make that my grinder name or something. I'll like smash my junk to smithereens. <laughs> I mean, it's what we all want. I feel like you might pick up a certain kind of person. There, Sam, I don't know if <laughs> Make you're quite trans, ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for my Juni Cortez. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like in another life, I could have been Megan Trainor. <laughs> like, I mean, just... you kind of are the Megan Trainor of Melbourne when you think about it. A few it. things could have gone differently and I could have been her. You could be the gay <laughs> Megan Trainor. So you can be Sam Smith. I, <laughs> I'm that fan. You know, you know that, that video fan I was crying on the Today you Show. You saved my life. You saved my life. <laughs> I, yeah, wow. It's really... Um, She's had such an impact. Yeah. And then, like, but that kid came out on Twitter and was basically like, you can laugh, but, like, she was giving me free concerts during COVID. She sent me money and merch. Like, they, they said she actually is mother. She is mother. She is. She gave me money. She so, kept me alive. I mean... Well, Megan Trainor. Megan Trainor. <laughs> is she going in the gate? Is my question. Well, that's that is the million dollar question. That's the million Sam. dollar question. I mean, look to look at the evidence. <laughs> oh, I'm looking to look. I have at a the magnifying glass. Evidence. I'm examining. On one hand, she's scared. <laughs> Look, on one hand, she makes kind of like that stupid pop music that some gay people see the genius in, like Evil you. Twin, like, like me. You. Um, and she likes Candy Crush, which is definitely queer. Um, it is. is. You're screwing your face off. It is queer. Yes. Ah, uh, Toy Blast is queer. I, saw, I know a lot, a lot of gay people that love Candy Crush. Thank you very much. And there's one sitting in front of you right now. Me, <laughs> Sam McGowan. I love Candy Crush. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, and her saying she's never voted is pretty <laughs> queer. <laughs> And then on the if we could radicalize Megan Trainor, <laughs> oh god, the revolution would be the girl within fire. days. <laughs> she is our, she girl is our Mockingjay. <laughs> she is the Mockingjay. Um, and so, I mean, that's on one hand. On the other hand, the music is mostly very sort of straight, right? Like it's quite heterosexual. Yes. Um, and you know, she didn't she have that thing about like sharing a toilet no like yes her and her husband have two conjoining toilets in their bathroom so they put together all the time and she spoke about it on a podcast jeez could not be me and see that's that's like a no um to use one of her words no um and another thing she look i i love i know gays love to stand like a um generic boring um white woman like who pop give star. us an example well 
Look, I'm not going to say it, but it starts with an F. F? No. Oh, (laughs) I was like, who? No, because I was thinking of Ava Max. And like, that's not to put too much on Ava Max because I love her. (laughs) To prove my own point, I fucking love Ava Max. Um, Is is, um, is Megan Trainor doing what Ava Max is doing though? That's what you need to think about. No, because Ava Max has not reached the same level of success um thank god she's just kind of ava max is this little underground artist um that not everyone gets you can't say it but my eyes have rolled so far back (laughs) into my head at this point she is you know i've come back around (laughs) you know right um i'm thinking maybe megan trainer is almost in ed sheeran territory oh fully (laughs) yeah fully and that's not really a compliment no they take up the same space in my mind and they have similar like if i thought of a certain person that likes ed sheeran they love it they love megan trainer and i'm thinking of somebody very specific in this moment that i know you don't know them name them (laughs) (laughs) duck them (laughs) we need to hear about them no. Well, we should have had them on. Maybe. We should have had them on <laughs> for this episode. Any any final thoughts before we make our decision? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I came into this podcast with an open mind. Did you? I was ready to well, not really accept Megan Trainor into my heart. And... I don't think you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I. The thing about her is, you know, I appreciate her as an artist. Sure. I see what she's giving. I see what she's going. It's not for me. So unfortunately. Much to everyone's surprise. Um, so Megan's at our gate. I can't be letting her into my gate, unfortunately. I am going to have to agree. <sighs> Poor Megan. Bye. <laughs> We've shut the gate on her face. I mean, she looks good in those Versace boots, whatever the lyric is. Yes, but... Um, Versace just, boots just not get you in the gate. It simply doesn't. Just walk somewhere else. I'm sure there's another gate... Oh, somewhere. I'm sure another gay <laughs> is at their gate crying, waiting for you to come, Megan. But, but in terms of our gate, <laughs> she's not. not being let in. Well, oh, uh, look. I Megan. made you look. <laughs> well, made you look. Made you look. Well, thank you for looking at our podcast <laughs> episode Good this one. week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you've got any thoughts on Megan Trainer, please feel free to share them Sound with me. Off because I'm always up for a chat about her. You know, I'm not. Don't come to me. But <laughs> talk to Sam, not James. Talk to I'll Sam. talk to about Megan Trainer all day long if you like. Oh, absolutely. Well, yes. Um, thank you for listening. Um, as usual, um, follow us on Instagram um, at Gatekeeping Pod. If you have any topic suggestions, please let us know. Please do. We've Pull got loose. some really exciting stuff coming out so stay oh, tuned do we, do um, we? yeah make sure no like our stuff <laughs> please leave us a five star review because it's actually i know it sounds cringe but like it does make a difference in terms of the algorithm so the, the, algorithm, the algorithm we're all at the mercy of it all at the mercy of spotify and apple podcasts so, so true are you spotify you're spotify jf i'm apple music bf <laughs> <laughs> i'm the gf yeah <laughs> yeah I just had to think about it. Yeah, I am. Well, anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> See you, you next listening. week. Bye. Bye.